you'll be relieved to know that I never went to college. <laughs> Just failure all the way. <laughs> but then as someone says, there's plenty of room at the bottom. <laughs> Always bear that in mind. That, that is the silver lining. I was told that uh, I had eight minutes to speak, and when I improvise, I don't know how long it's going to go on, so I'm going to read for eight minutes. <laughs> but I shall look up from time to time <laughs> in order to give an air of spontaneity to my remarks. <laughs> wondering about this, I gave my knee for my country in World War II. It seemed like the least useful thing to do. In every generation, and I trust there's some of you here, there are a few unfortunate souls who are condemned practically at birth to be that absolute absurdity, a writer for life. The poet Whiston Auden had a number of favorite cautionary arias on the subject. One was the tragic example of Balzac, who could not stop writing novels. By the end, and Auden's face would become a mask of tragedy, it was easier for him to write a novel than not to write one. The agony of it. Unto what extent those of us who have been condemned by fate and circumstance to go on and on, always looking for a way out but never finding the right door. Poor Benjamin Disraeli thought politics was a way out. He even became Prime Minister of England. But then on leaving office, a very old man, his DNA compelled him to sit down and write a wonderful witty novel called Lothair. Had death not intervened, there would have been more novels, many, many more. The cruel and insane master had him by the throat. Also, politics is the wrong cure for lifelong authordom. Too much to, yes, too much to write about. Electrical engineering would have been a better choice of cure. <laughs> I suspect that in my own case, I was originally doomed to be a reader for life who gradually strayed from that yellow brick road to become an inventor of other worlds, not to mention descriptions of the unreal one that we are now inhabiting, the United States of Amnesia. <laughs> did someone say that, or did I just dream it, that we are currently fighting in a Middle East country called Iraq? How bizarre. How do we get there? particularly when we're to, to, not told why, and is it important, it's always important to find out why, which causes sentences to organize themselves on page after page. The origin of the word text means a net with which to catch meanings and other odd fish. But once we start to deal with the peculiar times that we find ourselves in, one subject after another 
hurls itself into the net. Why does Rumsfeld so love war? Who are we to require sovereign nations to undergo regime change when we ourselves suffer under a tyrannous regime eager to strip us of our Bill of Rights while waging perpetual wars against unoffending nations like Panama, Iraq, Iran, and, and, and. But daily we read and view on TV chilling proofs that these small nations are dedicated to our destruction because they are jealous of a people so gloriously encased in fat. <laughs> thanks to a constant diet of sugar and scabrous lies. <laughs> Writers for life are difficult to discourage. I don't know whether or not Congressman John Conyers, a representative, an excellent one from Michigan, is a member of our scribbling ranks, but I do know at first hand that he's a statesman for now, if not life. Ours is currently a fiercely censored society and what we are allowed to write and say publicly is in many ways restricted by rulers eager, eager to keep their activities secret. Many of us, and by no means all writers, were disturbed by the election of 2004, where the presidential vote in Ohio was, to put it politely, tampered with by various election officials, led it would seem by the Secretary of State of Ohio who's also acting as campaign manager for the Bush-Cheney re-election crusade. Representative Conyers, the ranking minority member of the House Judiciary Committee, went with an able staff to Ohio where he examined numerous irregularities in that election. Exit polls, which had assured the world that Kerry had won, were reversed by oddly functioning electronic balloting machines. It was Florida, 2000, revisited, as many of us had predicted. In due course, the Conyers report was published. It made a compelling case to which I had written a preface. At last, the American public would know just what had been done to our electoral process. Unfortunately, the self-styled famous newspaper of record in New York did not review the book or examine the charges made. The media simply did not react. We must move on, they said. We're always moving on, aren't we? Confident that our collective amnesia would de demand nothing more of them. There was a great eraser in place to make certain that any meaningful criticism of our rulers be either censored out of hand, as Congressman Conyers' report was, or else muddled by a hurricane of lies calculated to confuse the pu public as we still witness on the delicate subject of those non-existent weapons of mass destruction or the hidden names of those in the chain of command that gave us the torture squads in those military prisons we have circled the world with. Confucius was a writer for life. When once asked by a student what would be the first thing that he would do should he become emperor of China and receive the mandate of heaven. His answer was very quick. 
I would rectify the language. Because if people do not understand the emperor, there is no nation. Now that lying is the usual discourse of our rulers, we cannot grasp any reality from the true cause of hurricanes to the lies used to propel us into disastrous wars. Montaigne believed that lying should be a capital offense because he wrote, lying is an accursed vice. It is only our words which bind us together and make us human. If we realize the horror and weight of lying, we would see that it is more worthy of the stake than other crimes. Once let the tongue acquire the habit of lying, and it is astonishing how impossible it is to make it give it up. So tell the truth, no matter how uncomfortable. Have a nice day now, he lied. <laughs>